0: I don't think, I'm not the only one that thinks why way I do, and I'm going to show you that right here. very shortly. The GS Plumbing Talk line is one 800 The Common Sense Retirement Planning text line is 713 My watch is a little fast for some reason. Joining me now from the uh, always fluid confines of what the great state of Florida is investigative reporter, Lee Williams. Good morning, sir. Good morning, Bill. Thanks for the invite. Yes, sir. Let me ask you a question. Do you believe that the left understands the utility of weapons?
1: No. They they see weapons as evil rather than the person that uh, wields them uh, being evil. They don't see the utility at all. They uh, are not going to be happy until they reach their goal of total civilian disarmament.
0: You you think that you don't think though that they see that they want them in their hands but not our hands?
1: If given the choice, I think they would go with that. That would be hard hard for them to achieve but yeah they would they would like to be the ones with the guns and not us
0: now given that in uh you live in florida in the gunshine state you just recently got permitless carry which uh you don't have open carry which is an oddball thing but you got permitless carry uh everybody there in florida for example was saying uh this is gonna we're gonna we're gonna be having shootouts in the parking lots over parking spaces has that happened yet
1: yeah, no, it really hasn't. Even though I bought an extra squeegee, you know, for when the streets start running red with blood, right, right. Um, we have we haven't had any shootouts, and it's just been kind of a non-story.
0: As it is with everybody, though, right? Yeah. Whenever, whenever this goes up, now with now, what did you find, Lewiston, Maine? What happened in Lewiston? Being a permanentless carry state, which has very few restrictions, they have a yellow flag law, which I don't even know how to classify that. Which, of course, they didn't employ with this uh, particular cat. But we had a clearly, clearly mentally ill guy that was he prohibited or not from owning a gun? I, I, I've heard it both ways.
1: I would say he was prohibited. Um, Lewiston, Maine, was a failure of local law enforcement to take action. You have the National Guard went to the Maine State Police. And said, "Hey, this this guy is uh, a danger to himself or others, and you need to check on him." And they actually said, "Before he either, you know, commits suicide or commits a mass shooting, that was actually communicated to Maine State Police, who did nothing with that tip from the National Guard."
0: You know, that sort of sounds like Devin Patrick Kelly out of Southern Springs, though, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah, it it certainly does. But they did their due diligence and the ball was dropped, and yet we have another mass murderer who was, quote-unquote, known to law enforcement.
0: Why is it that these institutions, like you know the, the college that James Holmes was going to, they knew he was a, 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 a loose cannon, but then he just dropped out of school and they no longer considered that their problem. Um, why is it that these institutions that get out there and identify a problem if something changes like, okay, I'm no longer in the military, I'm no longer a member of the college. Why should they just be able to just drop this and say, not my problem?
1: They shouldn't. Um I know there are probably two things uh cause that. One, they're lazy. Or two, they're scared of some type of litigation. Right. Uh, neither one of those are good excuses.
0: in the interim as we're going along and you you've done you've done several articles of this and we've talked about this on the other shows uh, right now we have the ATF that's on a full on they're like in a, in, a, in a combat mode going after FFLs for what used to be a pen and ink change on a uh, on a clerical mistake now they're putting yanking FFLs and taking away businesses that have existed for in a family for for decades um And that's all being brought to us by unelected bureaucracies. Anybody looking to try to rein that in?
1: Yeah. uh, First of all, to to clarify, uh, Joe Biden sold this as a war on rogue gun dealers. Don't forget that. And he defined rogue gun dealers as a gun dealer who would uh, transfer a firearm to a prohibited person or someone who would refuse to cooperate with ATF when they asked for a tracing request. But that war on rogue gun dealers turned into a war on all gun dealers. And it's it's become damn near criminal. One lawmaker in Oklahoma, uh, he's a local state rep, J.J. J. Humphrey. I can't say that name enough. He's a Republican from Lane, Oklahoma. Uh, reacted damn near violently to an ATF raid on one of his constituents' homes. This constituent had a federal firearm license. ATF hit it with a 12-man SWAT team, yelled at him, scared him, threw, his, threw him on the ground, handcuffed him in front of his 13-year-old boy and yelled and screamed until he, quote-unquote, voluntarily relinquished his federal firearms license. He took about 50 of his guns. J.J. wants a grand jury, an Oklahoma grand jury, a state grand jury, to investigate this for possible charges against ATF. And he actually spelled out the charges that he believes should be filed, extortion, several kinds of extortion, making terroristic threats. Tampering. I mean, they disabled his security cameras. Disabling—that's a crime. And they stole his guns, which is grand theft.
0: Yeah. Now, isn't that? I mean, if, if the guy was actually—was he guilty of anything? Did he make any mistakes on it? Forty-four or something? Or why was it that he his FFL had to go? What was his, what were they getting after him for?
1: I think it was his turn. Quite frankly, right. they have yet to charge him with any crime. Although they're saying, well, it's a federal investigation, so we can't talk about it. That's always guns. a thing,
0: isn't it? That's always a thing. Yeah. We can't talk about ongoing investigation.
1: Right. They took his guns. They took 50 firearms valued total at about 60 grand. And then they offered to sell him back in, or to, to pay for him uh, for these weapons at $10 per gun. They offered to pay him 10 bucks per gun. Nice. Now, I've been involved in criminal investigations. I've seized firearms because they're used in the commission of a crime. I've never heard of any law enforcement agency Ever that would pay you for the guns that they stole, that they took from you as part of their investigation. It doesn't work like that.
0: Well, I mean, if he was a desperado, why would they have left him on the street?
1: Yeah. And why would they then want to uh, compensate him for the firearms that they, they confiscated?
0: Well, they're doing that but, for uh, deniable plausibility or something or plausible deniability yeah. or whatever, whatever the phrase, whatever the phrase is. And they can get out and they say, Oh yes, we provided monetary uh, remuneration for those. Your Honor. <laughs> Yeah.
1: 500 bucks.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, uh, with that now, uh, is, is this something that's going to have to be done legislatively? I, for me, looking at just that one thing they're doing, just based on that one incident you just recounted in Oklahoma, they should be defunded and put out of business for me. that That, uh,
1: that yeah. is the perfect world. I think these agents, and I spoke to one of them before he hung up the phone, the guy who's in charge of the raid, I think they're worried about criminal charges because you get a... You, You get an Oklahoma grand jury, uh, 25 good people, they're likely to file uh, an indictment.
0: Outside the beltway, grand jury? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. (laughs) Well, uh, Lee is the lone investigative reporter at the Second Amendment Foundation, which I will be joining today because I got a new AR-15 pistol build. Lee, so I'm going to be joining. I've, I've, I've just realized that I don't have a membership to them, so I'll be joining them today. And uh, what they do is they go out and they see things like this, and they'll probably join in on this Oklahoma thing too, won't they? Let's hope. Think? Yeah. Yeah, I would. When Alan Gottlieb swings into business, then things things are going to get co- legally kinetic, won't they, as far as oh, I'm concerned. This is what's needed too. Find, you can find Mr. Williams. At a variety of places, his writings appear at gunrider.substack.com at Armed American News, which is a collaboration between him and another friend of mine, Mark Walters of Armed American Radio, and he is the lone investigative reporter at the Second Amendment Foundation, which everybody should be a member aware of. Anyway, I, did I, did I covered all the I covered all the bases, didn't I?
1: You got him, brother. Thank
0: you. I appreciate it.
1: Listen, Any have time. a good day,
0: and I'll be talking to you later on in the week. Take care. Yes, sir. We gotta fight this stuff. That's uh, that it's never ending. It's savage. I'm telling you. There's one good thing that's happening right now. The Democrats are getting mugged by their own creation. Who knows? Maybe never Trumper will decide to call in on that one too. This is News Talk 98.9 W O R D.